on a Zoom with me while my dogs are barking and wagging their tails against cupboards and all of the things that we have to deal with in the last year is the incredible Sarah Robin Farrell, who just reminded me that this is the second time we're speaking. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Danny. It's good to speak to you again. And you. So um, I saw the name Sarah Robin Farrell and I was like, yo, that's familiar. And I just couldn't place it. And then you reminded me that you were actually one of my beautiful news stories. Yes, that's right. And um, yeah, about a year ago, I think. Yeah, with your ukulele. (laughs) Yeah, and now (laughs) I'm releasing my first single. So it it feels like a a nice roundabout way of reconnecting. (laughs) I am here for this. Okay, first things first. Uh, We obviously, first single, we don't know much about you at this point. So tell us, who is Sarah Robin Farrell? Wow, what a big question. (laughs) Um, I mean... Yeah, I grew up in Joburg, living in Cape Town. Um, I've always been a musician at heart, um, but also very passionate about sustainability, the environment. And um, over time, these passions really converged. So um, in addition to my own company being around sustainability communications, I also work uh, voluntarily with grassroots activism around climate justice and social environmentalism. And so when I started converging these two passions of music and environment had happened very organically because uh, in a sense it was all I could write about um so so yeah that that gives a very uh big broad overview of, of kind of you know who I am uh, obviously we're all multifaceted human beings and have a lot to say for ourselves so, yeah yeah Okay, so from where I, when I spoke to you, you were making people smile and making people happy in lockdown uh, with your ukulele, and you were using your voice, like you say, for good, right? You you were using your voice to to bring awareness to certain issues, um, environmental issues, and stuff like that. Going forward with your new single, and obviously an EP or an album and a music career, are you going to be doing much of the same? Yeah, I definitely think that my music will likely always, I mean, I don't want to speak for my future self, but I think my music will, will currently and, and continue to be representative of, of what I am passionate about and what I want to speak about and, and important issues. And that might not always be very specific to the environment, but it would always be around um, social change, around kindness to one another, around, um, you know, justice, whether that's social or environmental. Oh my gosh, um, I'm, I'm here for this. And I love that you're very conscious about being in the moment right now and not speaking into the future or the past. But I also saw that your, um, your song, Lovers in Our Hearts, was mastered by PH Fats. This is cool. <laughs> yes, that's right. And it was produced by Greg Abrams. Um, and yeah, it was a, a wonderful experience to get into studio and work with um, people that have been doing this and are very good at doing this for a while now. Tell me, so you, obviously you're a very talented musician, but you... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, you really are. <laughs> how, how do you take the step from being a musician like you were at home and creating great, great, great songs, beautiful songs, beautiful content for your online like fans and followers and how do you make the transition for someone listening from that to into a studio with people like ph fat and greg i mean first of all i think it takes a lot of vulnerability and courage to 
take it to that step where you're going to, you know, I think recording um, can be a nerve wracking experience um, mm-hmm. because you're it's, it's, it's like suddenly that it's official, you know, and it shouldn't really be like that because music can be so many different things. It doesn't have to be official to be recorded in studio, but, but that's kind of our perception, I think of music and, and it means it's going to have this opportunity to get out into the world in a new and different way. And so sometimes, you know, taking that courage can be the first step. Um, and, you know, because I studied music back at UCT many years ago, it helped that I had those original connections to reach out to, to Greg, who I knew. Um, but I mean, that doesn't mean you need to know anybody, uh, you know, it, it, it's just a little bit of research and you'll be able to find that. And I think, I mean, the, the unfortunate reality also about making music in this day and age in a recording studio is that it does cost money mm-hmm. um, and you either need the equipment or you need to be able to access the studio. And so there is a bit of a gateway that makes it less accessible to people. And I think, I hope to see that that changes and that that also becomes more accessible to more people because I think we're missing out on like amazing talent in places that mm-hmm. that should have access to that kind of kind of thing. Dude, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> there are so many incredible artists that I find on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, and they have like 100, 200, maybe 1,000 followers. And I just know that if they had the opportunities that's, that are out there um, to be in a studio for even half a day, they would explode. But it is, like you say, it's, it is money and it is expensive money. And it's, it's at this point in the world, it's money that not a lot of people have. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's heavy to think of it. But you, you're doing the most to give back. Maybe not in that way, but you are definitely going to affect people. Um, you, you have a Patreon and a backer buddy. And you are doing 20% of the proceeds of your Patreon and your backer buddy to mining affected communities of South Africa. Can you talk to me a little bit about this? I think this is very important. Yeah, so, I mean, Makua Mining Affected Communities of South Africa, they really sit at that intersection of um, environmental, social, and economic justice. And I think it's important for me to say that this was done also with their approval and excitement around being part of the campaign. Um, Because I think it's important that we don't just run you know, with, with this idea and, and use people as a way to promote ourselves. And I think that's really not what this is about. Mm-hmm. It's really about collaborating with people that are really on the ground at the front lines of doing this work and, and as part of a greater commitment to reparations and wealth distribution to work with people in this way. And so I think, and I think essentially that's what, you know, I need money in order to be able to, Uh, get back into studio and if there are people that connect with the work and feel like they would potentially buy an album in a store or they you know because this is a way that they can support the work and that if they would do that anyway then at least some of that funds can go to a place where where it would really benefit and I think important for me is that even if people can't support the work, I would recommend that they support mining affected communities of South Africa and similar organizations in any way that they can. I'm here for this. Yes. Listen to Sarah Robin Farrell, 100%. And if you think you can do better, do better. I'm all about the snowball of positivity and I'm all about the one upmanship in helping. Like 
I am here for a good challenge. And I think that we can definitely change the world by going, I'm doing this. I'm sure you can do better. Um, you yeah, and I, I mean, sorry, I just want to say that I think it's also about importantly, like acknowledging that none of us are perfect and we're going to yeah. mess up. And, you know, and I think that's what the song is about. It's about the fact that we're all a little bit messed up and that we, we need to unlearn, but we still have the capacity to love and to change. For sure. So Sarah, you've been called a musical activist and I am totally here for this. I think that too much of the things that we consume, especially music, are a little bit too saccharine for me. And I feel like we should be using our our platforms at some point even for the greater good and to raise awareness for things. And you've been doing this for the longest time. So talk to me about this first single, Love in Our Hearts. What What is this about and what does this mean to you? Yeah, so the song, I mean, it's funny that I've been writing music for a while, as you've said, and, and yet I actually ended up writing this song this year just before going into studio, like not realizing that this is the song that I was going to write. And it just felt, or, or record, and it just felt like this was... The, the song that the moment needed for me. Um, I was noticing this increasing polarization of, um, you know, politics, people, and just an intense increase in, in a lack of compassion for one another and on all sides of the political spectrum and, and, a, and an intolerance for people making small mistakes, for people, um, you know, just not being perfect and holding ourselves and putting people on platforms and, and holding people on these pedestals and, and, and then taking them down um, rather than acknowledging that we're all human. And, and I'm not saying, you know, in saying that, that we can be okay with racism or that we can be okay with uh, white supremacy in any way. I'm saying that we can, we can learn to unlearn together. Um, and, and so really the song is just essentially about acknowledging that each and every one of us has a lot to change and a lot to unlearn and that we can do that together and that we can, if there's love in our hearts and in my heart, and it sounds cheesy, but if there's love in my heart, there must be love in someone else's heart. And, but at the same time, importantly, the song is really about acknowledging that love is not this way to put a toxic positive stamp on something and say, your experience isn't valid or it's all about love. And it's not about, you know, facing some of the really, um, challenging issues of life and and looking to actually unpack and unlearn some of the unjust behaviors that we've been taught mm. um, but it's about saying okay let's redefine love let's look at love as this re- revolutionary thing where we can say love means mutual aid love means reparations love means compassion um, and and being there for one another through all of this so you've already you've released it but you are already ready to do your second single hibiscus releasing on the 22nd of may tell me about this one because i hear that this one is a bit different to the first one yeah so i mean from a style perspective it's very different um love in our hearts is a very folk uh alternative folk you'd kind of yeah, experience it in maybe like an indie movie where you're cycling oh, on this yes. beautiful street or something. Whereas, <laughs> whereas, love and our, sorry, whereas hibiscus is more, um, 
have a soundscape that's more um, kind of electronic folk. Um, and the, the sound, you know, it's a lot less conversational, a lot less and a lot more poetic. Um, so, and that song really speaks to grief on a personal level, as well as a collective level in the face of environmental and social challenges and how we can really look at taking inspiration from nature, which even in dying provides sustenance um, and sustainability. And so it's, it's looking at facing challenges and, and, and finding positivity and, and opportunities for positive change out of difficult times. Sarah, where can we follow you? Where can we follow the journey and find the music? So, yeah, the music's available on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, the likes, also on YouTube. And you can follow me on Instagram at Sarah Robin Farrell. And it's it's like Colin Farrell, not Will Farrell, if you're looking for the spelling. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know what? I could listen to you talk forever. And I've like, I, I remembered as soon as you started speaking, how much I enjoyed our last conversation. So I would like to know if there is anything you would like to leave us with before we say goodbye. Yeah. I just thank you for the, for the opportunity to chat. That's been really awesome. And I hope yeah, people will um, listen to the music and, and if you connect with it, connect with me, let me know what you think. But I think at the end of the day, we're all in this strange, beautiful, sometimes difficult life together. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can just all do what we can to make it a little bit easier for each other. 100%. Sarah, thank you so much. This was great. Awesome. Thank you.